0: Goodbye, goodbye. Ah, yay! Nice. That was a good episode.
1: I think that was really good. Yeah, that's probably going to come out of an hour and twenty-five again. But
0: yeah, but I mean, there there was a lot to get into in that one. I think.
1: Yeah, there was. Yeah, that's one of those episodes like it's sort of midway between mid-season and end of season, and most shows would probably just have like filler or like or like just pure character development, but this show's just like properly still got the pedal to the metal. Like.
0: Yeah, it's like I I can't believe how like how far we are into the season and we still don't really have like a central plot. Uh it's it's I mean it's it's just I mean there kind of is, but mm-hmm. it, the show is is keeping its cards very close to its chest and yet still proving to be incredibly compelling, which is like really really impressive.
1: Yeah, and when you think about it, like this is only the first of only 3 seasons. Yeah. So, the idea of not really having a fully central plot yet, it's crazy. We're almost a third through the whole show. Yeah,
0: no, it's its nuts.
1: Yeah. Um, okay, so I've got a few questions for you.
0: Welcome to the After Dark Podcast with Anthony James and Conrad. This is an extra episode for your YouTube comments because Anthony James and Conrad could not stop rambling on. What a pair of schmucks. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode.
1: Hello and welcome to the After Dark Podcast. This is a supplemental episode where we go through all of the questions that you left on the YouTube video for episode 7. I'm Anthony James. I'm here with Conrad. Hello. There he is. If you want to listen to our... podcast on audio apps you can get them on most audio apps so just have a search if it's not there it's because we don't like that audio app and you're not getting it on that all right okay so they're no good (laughs) they're no good they're no good just trust us they're no good um but uh on the screen if you're watching the youtube video if you haven't seen the audio apps yet all the different symbols will be on the screen now so just have a look there all the main ones are there anyway okay so this week we've got maybe eight or nine questions uh We'll see where everyone tries to lead Conrad this week. Uh, it's always <laughs> interesting to see where we go. That we sort of sometimes we get some more off the wall theories, let's say, in these supplemental episodes. Um, things that conrad didn't want to commit to the uh to the uh record of the main <laughs> episodes
0: listen my i stand by my yasin is alexander theory quite frankly
1: yeah and if, if we're gone by your uh people being able to split thing going on that could still happen who knows
0: yeah exactly i didn't want to say it during the, the main episode but i'm i've still got all my eggs in the yasin is alexander basket as far as i'm concerned
1: that's great right let's get into the questions then
0: yeah cool A stranger from the outside
1: First question comes from Patrick, and Patrick says, "At this point, which main character will be the first death, and what could be the reason for this
0: um, so I, I think I think Noah's going to have to kill someone fairly soon just because Noah seems you know we've basically already seen him kill Yasin or certainly be heavily involved in the death of Yasin yeah so I but, think um, that's, that's
1: why they've specified main character death,
0: yeah but but I think he's going to off one of the characters who's getting close to uncovering what's going Ooh. on or, or, or if, or if not get, or if not uncovering what's going on, just uncovering anything about it because he runs a pretty tight ship. Yeah. Uh, and I, I think it might be Ulrich. I think he's getting, I think he's on very thin ice. Um, and he's reckless and he's got a bit of a devil may care attitude because he thinks he doesn't have anything left to lose. Um, but he he definitely does have more to lose um and i could see kind of as you alluded to in the main episode the irony of it being that he has kind of almost given up on his own life because he thinks his son has been potentially murdered um Mm -hmm. while his son is kind of living relatively happily in 1986 um and yeah, I I could see I could see him stumbling across Noah's um, Noah's operation and not ending up alive as a result of it.
1: Interesting, interesting. Uh, I think there's a similar question later on. So when we get there, we'll sort of just acknowledge the question and then we'll uh, sort of move on with our lives. But um, so then Patrick also asks a second question, and it's <laughs> he asks it in German. Uh, oh, my, oh my God. So I'm going to try and ask you it in German. You don't yeah. have to answer it in German, but you can if you want.
0: I might not even understand it. So, well, I'll, get, I'll well, give it a go.
1: I think I understand it. I, ha- okay. I You know, people have to trust you that you aren't looking up spoilers. And people yeah. have to trust me that I have only have three weeks of Duolingo on German. <laughs> and I didn't Google translate this, but I think I know what it says. Okay. Okay. So... Wie lange hat Konrad Deutsch in der Schule gelernt? Oh,
0: so I how long- think
1: that means,
0: Sorry,
1: yeah, I think that means how long did Konrad learn German in school? Yeah. And I'll tell you why I think it means that is because lang, I'm pretty sure that means long because I know, because I know Schule is school. I know yeah. Deutsch is German. Gelernt. What do you think that means, right? I the, think the means past
0: the uh, past tense of learn.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I knew I knew that learnt, that meant learnt. So I just guessed that that was long. So I yeah. sort of, I put that together man. Anyway, can you answer that in German?
0: Uh, I can try, yeah. I, I mean, that's kind of the thing I like about German is is you kind of take the verb and just stick G in front of it and it makes it past tense in a lot of <laughs> cases. And, and we'll put it at the end of the sentence as well. Um, uh, do, you, do you
1: want to have a go? Uh,
0: für fünf fünf und ich habe Deutsch gelernt in Schule. <laughs> And that I probably, uh, I probably got the structure of that sentence awfully wrong, so I apologize.
1: Well, this is how I know that my three weeks of Duolingo are not good enough, because that sounded very much just like foreign language noise <laughs> to me.
0: It should have been in, in Schule gelernt, I think. I, th- I think if it's past tense, the verb always comes at the end of the sentence. But yeah, my, uh, my German is pretty rusty.
1: Okay, so what was the answer?
0: <laughs> uh, five years. <laughs>
1: 5 years okay yeah yeah, yeah here, you, Alan. you did it up the GCSE yeah. basically
0: yeah yeah i did my GCSE got a b thank you very much
1: yes but is that what you would have been predicted in these covid times
0: yeah i was just thinking that i might have i might have got away with an a if uh, if uh, if i'd have studied it now yeah or a so D, a C.
1: i've mentioned before that i'm a teacher so I, my my GCSE results for maths came out today and uh basically there was a whole thing going on in the last week where we didn't know what was happening because they, they did like an algorithm to take our predicted grades and change them. And like 40% of pupils got downgraded. And I was really worried because my pupils need to get a C, the ones yeah. I predict, to, predicted to get a C to get into their courses. So thankfully, the government reversed and they actually gave all the ones I predicted a C, a C, which is also is very, very good. But uh, that's been happening in my life at the minute. But yeah, so <laughs> I, I really don't want to know what my teachers would have uh, predicted for me because I tell you what, I didn't do much studying, didn't do that much homework. I was just good at maths. So. My uh, my
0: my German teacher for my oral exam brought in uh the questions that um that she was going to ask me and left me in the room alone with them in a German dictionary for about twenty minutes before it started. So, which I don't think is how that exam's supposed to go. But you know, my
1: my my French teacher for the oral exam actually let me read written, my written work out on the tape.
0: Oh, amazing.
1: Yeah, I got to see. Uh, <laughs> uh, it was all multiple choice in the, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the actual paper, so I just guessed and I got to see. Honestly,
0: right, our um, educational system.
1: Yeah, it's actually. Well, my, my wife did, uh, did French to A levels, and she actually can speak really well, really well in French. We went to France on holiday, and she can speak to everyone. It's almost like she was almost fluent. However, I surprise her every day with the French I know, even though I didn't study from a GCSE I had a scrape to see, I surprise her every day with what I actually remember. But um, anyway, let's move on. So the top new pro asks, how do you feel about Jonas going back in time? Do you think that anyone else will discover the caves? Um, there's a load of questions here. So let's just, I'll, I'll read the whole thing and then we'll see if we can take out individual questions. How okay. do you feel about Jonas going back in time? Do you think anyone else will discover the caves? Do you think that when you travel, there is a certain butterfly effect that can happen when the timeline can be changed? Oh, that's touching on what you were talking about. Or is everything just predetermined? Um, So, yeah.
0: So, Jonas's trip back in time, as we've kind of established, didn't really go the way I was expecting it to, because Mm -hmm. to jump forward a bit and answer the butterfly effect question i wasn't sure if they were going to do the kind of causality thing with time travel because it can get very complicated trying to write that and you sort of by doing it you open yourself up to incredibly nitpicky arguments about you know this happened then so this should happen um which kind of missed the whole point of dumb time travel stuff but you know dark for what it's worth it is it doesn't strike me as being like dumb time travel stuff it strikes me as something that is really invested in the idea of exploring you know the 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 causational relationship between doing something in the past to your Uh, younger self or to your parents and how that will affect your future so I'll I'll be really interested to see how that um to see how that goes um -hmm. going forward but yeah so I Jonas's trip didn't go as I anticipated it because I thought he would just I thought the past had kind of already happened and he would just hang out with Mikkel and be like hey we need to band together and figure out what's going wrong whereas in on reflection I'd kind of already identified it but i hadn't really sort of followed it through to its natural conclusion the idea that jonas isn't actually going back in time to save michael uh it's kind of on his mind but i think the reason he's going back in time is because he just wants to connect with his father basically um And um, obviously when he finds out that by doing that, he's gonna compromise his own existence, he decides not to do it. I think Jonas will go back in time again. I think Jonas might go forward in time as well. I I think with the introduction of the idea of stuff happening in the fifties, there's a lot of possibilities for exploring other timelines. Um, In terms of other people, I I, I increasingly think that Claudia traveled through time the first time she went into the caves because no one has mentioned her since we saw her rappelling down into that bloody cave um, so I, I think Claudia yeah. will um, will tra- admittedly we haven't seen I guess, no we have seen plenty of stuff in the 80s and yeah. no one has mentioned her although we haven't seen much power plant stuff in the 80s so maybe they're just not showing it um, but I think sh- I, I have a feeling Claudia might go uh, might travel through time I don't know about others maybe Charlotte Charlotte, I feel, is quite grounded in the present day, so I'd, I'd be surprised. Mm-hmm. But but she, her and Ulrich are the ones who are getting close to that kind of time travel um, yeah. plot. So uh, I, I think Ulrich will, but I don't think he'll last very long <laughs> in the 80s, to put it that way.
1: Okay, cool. Um, and then there's a question here from the Top New Pro. He's got a, quite a few questions, but this question... <laughs> I don't know how to say this without coming across rude, but I really don't mean to. I think the top new pro didn't watch episode seven before asking this question. Okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 tell you, I'll tell you why. Well, you'll know why when I read the question. Who do you think the man in the hood is and who's he working with?
0: Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, there could be other men in hoods. Yeah, you know, okay. We'll, we'll, we'll,
1: we'll, we'll, we'll take that. Then we'll obviously Helga is the man in the hood because it was revealed yeah. and he's working with Noah. Is there, well, let's, let's broaden this out then. Is there anyone else that's actually, is it Helga every time or is it different people we've seen?
0: I My, my gut feeling is that it's not because Noah's operation feels like it probably would involve other people. Um, mm-hmm. So I've kind of expanded my theory about the sort of double Helga yeah. uh, theory to potentially include Peter Doppler. And Tronta, as well, who I, su- I suspect may have had the same thing done to them, and so their younger selves may also be off um, you know doing uh, doing evil in uh, in different timelines um, I, but yeah i don't I don't think it's just Helga
1: okay, cool, um, just uh, talking about that splitting of the people, I just want to sort of hone down on your theory a little bit. Are you insinuating that? The timeline is splitting, or they're literally like, oh, I think you you said that they went back in time and took Helga from the past. Yes. Yeah. But does that does that mean that that is that a timeline split, or does that mean that Helga didn't exist anymore to grow older, it, to become the second Helga? Do you know what I mean? Well,
0: so I don't know if it's I don't know if it's actually splitting a timeline as such, because I think by taking Helga out of the 50s and putting him in the 80s as uh, your you're kind of because that's or because helga has kind of already grown old i don't know if he's all grown to his 30s or whatever at that point in
1: early 40s or whatever
0: yeah in 86 i don't know whether that would make him sort of disappear from that timeline so i i don't know if there is it's an interesting point there might be sort of a divergence of timelines that's caused by that that we haven't seen yet but in my head it's just they've taken a boy from the 50s stuck him in 1986 subjected him to some kind of Aging process, or uh, that also wipes his memory, and that boy has then become Helga in the, if you like, correct timeline. Even though he hasn't actually lived from fifty-three to eighty-six, and that frees up Helga from that timeline to go off and do nefarious stuff with Noah.
1: Okay, so so you are sort of it sort of only really works. If when they go back and take Helga away, they're creating a new timeline there. Unless you're viewing it as time isn't linear, and when they go, it's sort of you view time through the perspective of each character. So when they go back to get Helga, it still is sort of moving towards the future, except they're actually going back to the fifties.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's all so messed I think, up. You know, I think I think the latter is how I'm viewing it at the moment. But if that, I could totally see Dark getting into that, like divergent timelines. theory and like unlike kind of a multiverse thing where you can just go and pluck a helga from a different timeline and stick him into your one and and that will effectively kill him off in in that timeline but it doesn't matter because the helga who's working with noah is from a different timeline
1: okay cool um all right so next question from the top new pro and this is for me anthony james i think the top new pro is the only person who ever asked me questions but um thank you very much i appreciate it the question is Do you think Conrad is watching spoilers behind your back? (laughs) (laughs) Um, The answer is no. Uh, There's a lot already that Conrad has got completely wrong.
0: Uh, Yeah,
1: I would be even even more impressed if he knew what was going on and he was still able to come out with some of the crazy stuff he comes out with. Um, I think whenever you know the answer to something, your imagination is hindered, if I'm honest with you. Um, So... I've known Conrad a long time. I trust him. He does not know what is happening in the show. He's a man of integrity. If you cannot believe me or cannot believe Conrad, that's fine. You know, you, you're you your own person. You believe what you want. But he is not looking up spoilers. I can tell you that. Now, there might be certain crumbs that he's taken from questions that he's got or certain things that he's noticing more because he's getting to watch it more and he's having more time to think. So you might be mind blown at him being able to predict certain things. Um, However, for the most part, it's not really, I haven't seen anything that he's been predicting that I don't think another person, sort of a, a clever person who is really sort of gauged into cinema and TV What they wouldn't get if they also had people asking them questions about things, you know. I think, I think it's well within the realm of possibility. Um,
0: I like this question because it implies that I've gotten something right that I don't know about yet, which makes me very excited to find out what that is.
1: Well, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot of stuff because you put a lot of theories out.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, I mean it's a shotgun theory with me, or shotgun principle really with me. Like if you throw enough shit at the wall, eventually something will stick.
1: Yeah, and I, I also do think that there's a lot of stuff like you'll say things just off the cuff that are you can metaphorically take what you mean to mean something later, even if you're not explicitly saying. You know, It's not like you're thinking you've actually predicted what's happening, but the, the themes that you're portraying may actually yeah. be very relevant later. And I, and I think that's what they're referring to. There's a few things you've said. I'm not going to tell you what they are, but there's a few things you've said uh, throughout these first seven episodes which are really hitting on main themes that you will see later, except the fact that they're hitting on those themes is the listener. Putting that piece of the puzzle in place for, for you, not you doing it, you know what I mean
0: yeah no I mean I think i I, I think there's there's there 's a thematic consistency to dark that means if you 're paying attention, as you say, you can kind of slot pieces into place and you don 't really necessarily know what they are or, or what they mean in the grand scheme of things, but you can kind of figure out where they fit into into like the story that they 're trying to tell um, but yeah I, I mean I I think when we, when all is said and done, um, we'll look back on the number of theories I proposed, and I think I'll, I'll be lucky if I get like 10 percent of the ones that I've proposed, right frankly yeah.
1: and let's let's all be honest. if Conrad had seen the show and he knew the spoilers, there's no way he wouldn't have staked the claim fully that that dead boy was mads.
0: Oh yeah, like I would I would hundred percent have that I like <laughs> I'd, have been, yeah. I'd have been off to the races for like yep. I'm a genius exactly. come come worship at my feet as I unravel this show before your very eyes
1: exactly uh okay so hopefully that answers your question probably not maybe you still don't trust him but uh, <laughs> I wouldn't trust me
0: either to be fair
1: oh what does that mean oh, let's look let's look into that <laughs> deeper all right uh so um another question from the top new pro and it's the last question from him um or from them uh for, for me again would you believe
0: Oh, this is this is becoming unreasonable <laughs>
1: yeah sorry sorry conor the <laughs> Put my foot down. well this is actually i'm going to take this as a question to both of us right and it says when the after dark podcast is over they're implying that it is ever going to be over but you know um i suppose when they mean when we're finished covering dark um we d- i think we intend to continue but we don't we don't intend to drop the name the after dark podcast i think we'll just keep that no matter what we do but um yeah. When the After Dark podcast is over, what shows or movies what, uh, that Conrad has not seen will you make a podcast on? Um, very interesting question. And it's something yeah. that we've, we've put a lot of thought into. So obviously, as we see the numbers ticking away, we're on episode seven of season one now. By the time we get to episode 26, uh, or I suppose season three, episode eight, obviously, it, the question is going to be there, what do we do next? And, you know, we both are realistic. We both know that there's some people who are here to listen to Dark and that's all. Uh, but hopefully by the end, and hopefully a lot of you have come to like our style, like our sort of banter. You, you like the way we break down TV. So hopefully hopefully some of you will continue on the journey with us after that. In terms of what we're going to do, um, we've got a lot of ideas. Uh We'd like to do, you know, one-off episodes on particular films. Maybe one-off episodes looking at particular series that we've both seen before. So we've seen Game of Thrones before. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. So let you know our, our thoughts on that. Um, yeah. Maybe we'll do. Maybe we will do another big episode, a big series uh, where we take Conrad through another show where he has to theorize. The problem with that is, is that Dark is actually a perfect show to do this with. There's only a small amount of episodes, 26 episodes. We can do it in, in six months. Um, there's also we're not going to be doing it for you know for four years. Like if we did Lost or something like that, we'd be doing it for three years, um, which no no one would like that. But um, <laughs> so there's a limited number of episodes. It's also really welcoming theories, which is something we need for a show like this.
0: Yeah, you um, need the meat on the bone to get stuck need, into.
1: You do, and so Dark is really perfect for this. Um, so we are open to suggestions. If you, if you as an audience would like us to do a similar thing again, where I take Conrad through a show that he hasn't seen, I'm we're both very much up for doing that again, if we can find the right series to do it with. Um, yeah. Plus, there's a little, I was thinking of the OA, but th-
0: that's been cancelled after two seasons, so that would be not satisfying for anyone. Um, Conrad, what do you what do you think? Um, we could do like. All 10 seasons of How I Met Your Mother and <laughs> theorize on who the mother is.
1: Yeah, exactly.
0: We'll go back be, and forth between be, the four characters. Or yeah, yeah, that'll be compelling. We'll get it in the first episode. Um, yeah, I, I, I think, yeah, most of what you said, I, I agree with. I think the, there's been discussions about talking, like going through films that. Uh, dark was influenced by which i think would be really interesting i don't know if we'll necessarily stick to the format of something which i haven't seen and you have i guess we could we'll definitely
1: we'll definitely keep it but it might not be an every week thing you know we'll we'll definitely we'll definitely do something with that because i think everyone does like you theorizing and hearing about what you think yeah it's just about finding the right things to do that with you know i don't want to get to the point where we're doing it for you know we're doing it for just every show it's not every show is worth this analysis and this level of th- theory you know
0: yeah that's that's kind of the thing as well is you need to find something which has the material to back up uh the commitment that we make to it like cuz you know i we could we could sit here and create theories for you know tv shows that really don't merit it and it wouldn't make for good content because it would just be it would be boring um so mm-hmm. we need to find the right thing
1: yeah that's true so The current thought is um, what we're going to do sort of in the, in the next few weeks, once we finish season one of dark, our idea is that we're going to do the episode between we're going to, we're going to do a week between the two series. So we're going to have a a week break, so to speak. It's not really a break though. The week that we do a break, we're going to release two episodes of the after dark podcast. The first episode we're going to do is an episode where we're going to do a retrospective look back at all of Conrad's theories uh, about season one, what came right, what didn't come right and what he expects to happen in season two. So at the end of each series, we wanna have a look at what's gonna be, what, what came before and what's gonna come after. So that'll be one of the episodes that we'll release in that week. And then we'll also release another episode that week uh, about something else. And we don't, We're not sure what it will be yet. Um, if there's anything in particular the, the audience wants to hear, um, uh, you can let us know like maybe we're thinking maybe Game of Thrones we're thinking maybe we'll just do something still in the time travel realm but in that week when we have the season one review we're also going to do uh, another ep- episode of the After Dark Podcast about something else Yeah. and then we'll continue on with season two the week after um, to, uh, that's the
0: current plan the review of Terminator Genesis and <laughs> talk, like talk about how badly wrong time travel stories can go when they are not written well
1: yeah, like we could we could actually just do like we could just find the worst time travel film. <laughs> the yin
0: oh, to dark to yang.
1: Yeah, we find the worst one and we'll just have a little uh a light a light a light moment with that. I did release a video about looper, so maybe we could even do looper. Uh just you know Yeah. Looper's a good movie. It, it's very, very I love that movie. Um it's just a rip and yarn. But uh so let us know in the comments what you think. I'm also going to be releasing at some point just this will end this little sort of update uh with this at some point around the end of season two or uh start of season three when we get to that point in the podcast i'm going to be creating a survey on survey monkey uh i think if i can figure out how to use it i think you need an account and stuff so never actually made one before but i'll make a survey and i'll link it in the description of every podcast from that point on and it's where you can have your say about what you want the podcast to turn into um and we'll try and listen to the feedback as much as possible. Um, someone in the comments said after we finish this uh, going through dark, we should just start again and uh, <laughs> have a spoilerific uh, look at dark. That is something we're very interested in doing, but maybe not for the whole thing. Like we could yeah. maybe a few months after finishing this, we could come back and we could have a look at season one again and then season two again, like thinking about in, in, in a spoiler way. But I don't see us going through for another six months. Uh, I don't see us doing that. But it, we, I think Dark, as you know on my channel, Dark is always going to have its place. I'm always going to have theories. I'm always going to do analysis of it. And it'll probably be the same on this podcast. We'll always come back to it. Um, it's just not going to be the full-on three series again. Having said that, who knows? Maybe in two years' time, we'll find a friend who hasn't seen it, and we'll do yeah. the whole thing with them. You know, that, we'll do
0: after, after Dark
1: after dark reloaded uh so yeah <laughs> maybe maybe there's maybe there's possibilities but basically we're really excited we're looking forward to branching off and doing other things um while also keeping our toes in dark as long as we can because as you can tell by conrad already he loves this show i love this show so it is something that we, we enjoy talking about but as for the future look out for that survey coming out around uh the end of season two and also look out for the episode after in the in-between the in sort of season break it'll be episode 11 um of the orthodox podcast where we do it about something else all right i think that's us nice yeah okay so next question comes from will scott and will scott says looking back at ulrich's first scene in season one episode one well oh, this is a deep dive this one and his last scene in episode seven where does conrad think ulrich's character arc is going
0: so his his last scene is chasing Helga through the caves, isn't it? Yes. Yeah.
1: And his first scene was him in bed with Hannah.
0: Yeah. So I think I'm interested to see how that scene with Hannah, like whether that scene with Hannah comes back at all. Because to me, it's just kind of, it, in retrospect, it's establishing, it, it's kind of um, almost throwing the trope of the kind of Uh, charming kind of renegade cop who does things by his own rules which is very a very 80s thing it's Mm -hmm. kind of turning that on its head by initially suggesting he might be that kind of character and then pulling back on that to reveal that actually there's not that much that's good about a character like that and you know he's not particularly nice to Hannah or to his wife for that matter Mm -hmm. Um, but um, in terms of where he's going I, I, I think I think he's gonna be the first one to die. I think he's, he's, he is in far more danger and messing with, with forces uh, that he doesn't understand and in far more danger than he realizes by just kind of blindly trailing Helga. And I think he, he doesn't, it's an interesting parallel because obviously he doesn't view Helga as a threat because Helga is this 70 year old man with dementia. Mm-hmm. Um, even though he has himself intimated that he doesn't think Helga is working alone. Um, and there's that dramatic irony of like we know Helga isn't working alone and we know the kind of person that he's working with or we suspect what that per- that person is like in the form of Noah um, and I think Ulrich is going to find out firsthand who Helga is working with and will potentially not last that much longer as a result maybe he won't die I don't know I just I had that feeling in my in my head when he was chasing Helga through the woods that he is playing a dangerous game at the moment
1: yeah, yeah, definitely agree. Uh, I think will, will goes on to ask another question, but I think you just answered that, and it was how do you feel about Auric compared to the first episode and the episode seven, but I think you sort of covered that. Yeah. Um, right, next question comes from uh, Jamie Jett, and they ask, what are Conrad's predictions for how season one will wrap up? Which plot points does he think will be resolved, and which plot points does he think will continue for the rest of the show's duration?
0: Um, so if, if my Auric dying... Uh, thing comes true i could see that being a either final episode or second to last episode if, if they're following the game of thrones model of having the having the big stuff happen in this in the episode nine and then kind of mm-hmm. making the making the final episode almost a bit of an epilogue um i think uh i i would i don't think we'll get any answers on who created the sigmundus creatus S tunnel this season but I think we'll find out more about Noah and his his operation like what he's actually doing and what his what his aims are um and I think Jonas is going to time travel again before the end of this and I I think it's going to be for real this time I think there's going to be some some tipping point for Jonas where he realizes that he needs to go off and do something and um And it's going to sort of propel him onwards to to becoming the stranger. Awesome.
1: Uh, Question from Pep Cool. Which of your opinion, uh, in your opinion, which character regarding a character do you think will change the most? So which of your opinions regarding a character do you think will change the most? Um, From where I am now. So I think they've, they've elaborated here. They said from initially liking or to disliking or from being good to becoming bad or the other way around, of course. So which which one do you think? So maybe your original thought on a particular character, whether they were negative. I think, like for example, like Regina, we had a very negative view at the beginning. And yeah. now we're sort of becoming more empathetic to that character. So which character do you think is going to change the most in either direction?
0: I, I hope it's Bartos because I honestly didn't see Bartos getting involved with the Noah plotline at all. I kind of thought mm-hmm. he was going to be some dumbass who just sells drugs and holds Jonas and Marta back from doing important things but the fact that he's been so explicitly thrown into the path of Noah makes me wonder what his arc is going to be um and well maybe he won't have an arc maybe he's just going to get abducted and and absorbed like the other kids but um he seems a bit old for that there seems to be a very specific age group that that um that Noah is targeting. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, I'm I'm hoping that that Bartos. I w- I'd, I know people you know joked about it in the comments. How, how we give Bartosz a hard time, and that is definitely true. <laughs> but I, I I would be the first person to be happy if I was proved completely wrong on Bartos as a character, and you know he 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 came round because I love I love a good character arc, and as you say, Regina is definitely starting to win me round. Um, Charlotte, I kind of initially thought of her as like a bird weirdo, and and now and now she, you know, she's she's uh, she's quite a compelling character and uh, an eye patch as well. You know, I want to see. I want to see more of him? Although actually, that's not really a change because I just liked him to begin with, and I still like him now. So yeah,
1: yeah, he's a constant, he's a constant nice, uh, nice thing. Like, you know, maybe you'd feel differently if he had two eyes, but that one eye, you know, it's so yeah, compelling. it just
0: it's it just that just the fact that he has an eye patch and no one mentions it, it just feels very. There's a there's a character in Twin Peaks who has wears uh, an eye patch as well, and no one ever really mentions it, and it's just just a a, a really like funny character trait the uh, the fact that it's it's never brought up in any kind of dialogue um and i hope that's replicated here
1: okay awesome uh right and pep cool adds i appreciate your discussions very much you're both very entertaining and have smart conversations
0: oh thank you very well, much well, thank
1: you very much thank you very much uh, we do try we do try I don't. um i do. I, both <laughs> of us both of us can't believe that people actually just like listening to us talk but uh yeah
0: no, we it's, appreciate it's it no-
1: <laughs> yeah we appreciate it nonetheless uh, thank you very much okay so a uh, question from marcy where do you think the left so we talked about this last week and last week you said th- you said that you thought the left path in the passage went to the future and i understood that reasoning because you were like well if 2019 is like the anchor point for the show 1986 would be the past and then we'd go in the future so they ask where do you think the left path at the junction in the passage would would have led jonas if you took it
0: um i i
1: actually I think, I think he's i think he said it was either the future or a crazy uh architect type room where no one yeah. has passages to everywhere
0: yeah i and i'm kind of leaning more towards that than than a different time now um i, th- I mean the obvious answer is the fifties you know like there's a passage to nineteen eighty six there's a passage to nineteen fifty three but I feel like obviously we know there's a thirty three year cycle but you say this, you say it's obvious,
1: but it's obvious now that you've seen episode seven. You know, it wasn't, yeah. wasn't obvious in episode six when you were predicting it was an architect's room. You know.
0: Yeah, I bought and and I I still even though I know stuff is going to happen in 1953. Now I feel mm-hmm. like it being a binary choice doesn't feel doesn't that doesn't sit well with me because you know, yes, 1986 is a timeline we know they're going to visit. 1953 is all but confirmed they're going to visit that as well. But by that logic, could they not also visit? 2052 but yeah no so it feels um it feels like having a uh, like a binary physical path between 1986 and 1953 feels very limiting when in theory there should be times um at each 33 year cycle that they could visit going as far as far back or as far forward as they want to really um so yeah to me is that, obvious is answer, that
1: you, is that you- creating rules in your own mind though maybe
0: well i mean i feel like the 33 year cycle thing has been fairly well established Mm -hmm. so i mean i guess it is i but but in my head that yeah i don't know maybe 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 like i'll reflect on that after i've seen a few more episodes and it'll be obvious that it's wrong but to me 50, I, I feel like there won't just be fifty-three and eighty-six as timelines. I feel mm-hmm. like there maybe will be other, be other ones as well. Um, I feel I feel like there probably is going to be one in the future, but mm-hmm. I could be wrong on that. Um, okay, cool. But uh, but yeah. So I mean, the obvious answer is it's eighty-six and fifty-three to me now. But I I, I still I'm clinging on to that architect room theory. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay, fair enough. Uh, right, last question or. Last two questions, I suppose, from uh, G's my G's what these, this this when you look at this doesn't look like it should be hard to pronounce and then I just butcher it um, yeah G's Mize, Jess mees."
0: there but for the grace of God go I G's mees."
1: um sure okay one of those uh okay so <laughs> the question is uh, what is the stranger trying to
0: achieve um so i I still think the stranger has first hand experience of what Noah is doing. I think the imagery of of him sharing the coats that Helga wears and potentially other hooded figures, if there are other other hooded figures who work for noah wears is isn't is very deliberate you know it's it's suggesting that that this character has has gone through or has worked potentially worked with Noah in the past, so I think they possibly got close to Noah learned what they were doing and is now trying to manipulate time to to stop Noah from whatever he's currently engaged in. Um, mm-hmm. How, like what kind of form that'll take at the moment? I'm not sure. Um, he doesn't appear to have much of a plan from what I can see, but maybe he just does. And we don't know about it because we don't know the people that are in on the plan yet.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Interesting. Uh,
1: okay, and last question of the week is from the same uh, commenter, and they say, "What happened to Vola's eye?" <laughs>
0: um, I, I'm just gonna say there's like some kind of Dark Knight Joker thing going on here, where every time he's asked about it, he he gives a different <laughs> gives a different explanation as to what <laughs> happened to it. Um, so I'm gonna say. In reality, he, he like in reality, I think he was probably out at night in the woods, as as police want to do in Wind in Windon, and uh, a bird fell into his eye uh, during one of the <laughs> electrical storms uh, or electrical outages. Um, but he probably claims that he was like got into a knife fight with a hoodlum or something and uh, <laughs> and sustained an injury in the in the line of duty. That's great. Okay, so that's all the questions for this week. Um... Yeah,
1: so thanks very much, everyone, for your questions. Uh, we're coming out with episode eight on Monday, which is two days from when you listen to this uh, and a long way from where we are now. <laughs> yeah. I can't even see that far in the future. Like, it's funny because, like, two days from when you listen to this, I will have already went through episode eight with Conrad and I just can't wait to do that.
0: Yeah. Like, it's... Just- it's very tough not watching a lot more of this let me tell you
1: yeah it's it's getting to that point where i just really wanted to see it all so we're struggling for our art here we're struggling for our art um <laughs> we'll 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 get there at the end uh so um anything else to add conrad anything at all
0: uh no just yeah thanks for thanks for the questions guys that was awesome and yeah we'll uh i look forward to the to, to more of them next uh, next week
1: awesome okay Can you subscribe to us on audio podcasting apps if you haven't done that already? Subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done that already. And apart from that, thanks very much. Goodbye.
0: Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the After Dark podcast. Make sure you subscribe so you don't miss an episode.